Well, we have entered into Advent. That's the season of the year when we're moving towards Christmas and reflecting on what it is that God has done in Jesus. It's a wonderful time of the year. People's hearts often open up. They get joyful. Families gather. Sometimes that's joyful. Sometimes that's really, really hard. And so I'm going to invite you to be part of a journey, and it's going to be called With. You may know that one of the names that was to be given to Jesus was Emmanuel, and this is full of meaning. Uh, it is God with us, that God wants to be with us. Somebody once asked Dallas Willard, why did the incarnation take place? Why is it that God felt the need to become human? This is in Michael Stewart Robb's new book, The Kingdom Among Us. Dallas answered, it's because human beings individually and corporately, are stuck down in this hole of trying to manage their lives. And in that hole, they cannot see very much. So they need someone to come into that hole and bring along the idea of another world. What happens with Jesus is not only does he come into the world, but he comes into the world in such a way that he is able to contact any person who is simply willing to look. Now that can be you. Now that can be me. That's what Christmas is about, Dallas. I love this. It's about, if you wish, God coming down into our little hole and saying, Hey, how you doing in there? Would you like to see something different? And we all would. And we all tend to think that something different we would like to see is more, more money or more health or more success or more recognition or more security or more safety, but it's really not. That something different that we were made for is actually friendship with God. It is to have the God who made you and me and loves us be in a personal interactive relationship with us so that my deep, deep aloneness, that fragmentation and split and alienation that is inside me as well as in all my relationships can begin to be healed. And God, who I do not see, but who has made himself known uniquely in this person, Jesus, the light that is entered into the world, that the world is constantly haunted by, so that as I walk through the day, right now, I can be guided by God. I can be talking to you in this moment, but asking God, would you somehow be in my words and in my body and in my face and let Jesus shine through? And we can be given wisdom and power and love and grace and the ability to persist and the ability to forgive. We are not trapped in a dark little hole. We do not have to manage lives on our own. Emmanuel, God with us, that's... That's the purpose of Jesus and the purpose of the incarnation. And what happened back then can happen again, not just in a manger, but now in your life and in my life, in our minds. So we're going to learn about life with God and see how God came to those stories in the Christmas story, to Joseph and to Mary, to shepherds, very ordinary people, to the Magi, to begin to prepare them and then through them, the larger world around them, and then eventually you and me 2,000 years later, how to do life with God. And now you and I will be learning not just about that or about how they did it. We will be experimenting how to do it ourselves, 
How do I wake up with God? What does an Emmanuel start to the morning look like? How do I plan my day, Emmanuel, with God? Dallas used to say that the Emmanuel principle, if you think about the Bible and what holds the Bible together, he says the unifying theme of the Bible is, is the Emmanuel principle, the offer of life with God made real on this earth, centered in the person of Jesus. How do I work with God? How do I play? How do I rest? How do I learn and read? How can I be with other people with God? How can I be alone? with God. And so if you'd like to be a part of that, I would love to have you join us and we will work on that together. And that starts this coming up Monday. Then I have a second part of this message and you can feel very free to opt out of this one. It's purely voluntarily. But um, several folks have asked, how could they give to what we're doing at Become New? So I want to say a word about that if you're interested. If not, I've loved being able to make this time of teaching available uh, with no cost connected with it at all. I've been doing it for a couple of years. It really got started because of a few friends who said, John, I know you've been through a difficult time, but I think you ought to try to keep learning and keep teaching and practicing your craft and your calling. And we'd love to help you with that. And I'm so grateful for that. It has been unspeakably meaningful to me. I cannot tell you. And part of what's been wonderful is, although it started with just a couple of folks, the emergence of a kind of community. Um, often a lot of us who have a deep sense of our brokenness and our need for God, I can't, he can. Based on that story of Jesus with the man that had a withered hand, the fellowship of the withered hand, where it's just when I actually come and acknowledge that I can't do something, somehow I meet with God in a more profound way and meet with other people in a more powerful way. And that part has been an unexpected gift to me. So many stories and such a deep sense of shared journey. So I would love to keep doing that. I would also love to help other pastors and church leaders do that. I have a little team where we will think and talk and plan about this together. And that part of life as well is something that I think is hugely needed. I've done a bit more of that this past year, and we're looking to see if there's ways that we can be helpful to other folks who are doing ministry also. So, um, if this is something that you would like to be a part of in that way, you can go to our website, Become New, and find out you can give um, with a check, if you still use those, or online, or however you want to. Please feel absolutely no pressure to do that. But if you do do it, know that I'm extremely grateful. See you Monday.